that's no moon. Hello there. Welcome to That's No Moon episode 20. Uh, we're a Star Wars Legion podcast and... Well, this is we'd come back a week earlier than we normally do, just because we had the uh, UK's largest event at the weekend, run by uh, Louisa Terrell, who did a fantastic job, and she was assisted by another bloke um, called Andy. Uh, you might know him, um, and it was a really good event, and everyone really enjoyed themselves. Um, we're here with the usual crew. Uh, first off, um, we'll, we'll bring in we'll bring in Tom. Tom, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? Not bad, not bad. It was good to see that you actually got to play this weekend rather than. <laughs> turning an event and that's and, and that's it yeah made a nice change good 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 uh and also join with us we have mr ajst mr mkgt himself how are you doing yeah a lot better now have you recording. recovered yeah yesterday i was just no energy <laughs> I'd, i would i dare say many people didn't have energy yesterday uh so it's pretty good um, and that's it. We've not joined with anyone else. No one else is here. Uh, we're not going to talk about anything else. Um, won't mention the winner. Isn't that right? Mr. Ollie Dyer. Whee. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's it. That's the episode over. You've ruined yeah. it, Cockles. Thanks very much. <laughs> See you boys in two weeks. It's just had to be done. Let's get it out. Let's get the cow in the bag now. Uh, just because we know you're going to get your jabs in to both. I feel like you're going to get your jabs in mainly to me more than you will, Tom. Which, considering we had the same record, uh, would be but, unjust. But he, but he did place higher than you, though. Yeah, we did have the same yeah. record, but let's look at the standings. <laughs> and uh, he might have had the same record, but how many wins did you actually have, Tom? I had three wins. Against how many people? Of, uh, six people. Oh, you're going to pull out that. And Cockles, uh, how many wins did you have? Three. Against how many people? Three, one of them didn't turn up. <laughs> that doesn't count then. <laughs> so that's it does. It's not my, not my fault. He doesn't. Not my fault. He doesn't turn up. So damn right, up. Tom so deserves to rank higher than you. Yes. I, not only did I have the buy, but I also had the pair down. So it, it did kind of screw me over <laughs> a little bit. But that's not. But that's not even any reason to. I had fun. I don't care. So it's all good. Um, think, go on. I was going to say. I think technically, um, because it wasn't done as a true buy. Um, it actually hurts your sh- uh, strength of schedule worse. Thanks, mate. Because <laughs> if it's a true buy, then your strength of schedule actually is quite strong. Because um, a buy is really good for you. a proper buy is proper good. Yeah, but it's still, it's still it, the buy still loses every round. Um, he does, yeah. So you're still scoring 100 um, pitch points because I was giving it as a one nil 700 kill points. So doing it as a proper concession buy kind of t- approach. Um, and obviously the reason for that is. Um, the, the buy was, yeah yeah it was coming up it was coming on sunday but not saturday so rather than adding someone halfway through and then they'd have like a note like only free game record it was a bit weird so i kind of did it that way it makes but sense it, isn't it there's it, no there's no it just makes sense it's all good um yeah. but first things first um shout out to patreon supporters now i think Last time I checked, last episode, we said that there'd be a promo card going to our 50th. Have we reached the magic 50 yet? Because we had two people recently sign up. So I need to do the numbers. We'll do the numbers game checking, but it'll either be we've got one left or it's just gone. But either way, 
we'll have a check and find out in a bit. Um, but to those that have recently joined, I'm just going to bring up your names because you're legends, because we love you. Uh, um, pause, I should have had this before. But yes, if you're interested in supporting the podcast, as which this does, um, please go to patreon.com forward slash that's my moon podcast, where you can see information on what you, how you can support us. Everything that you that goes into this goes back into helping the community producing this podcast producing the videos that tom spends hours on making um and basically sponsoring other events that are for newer newer events or other events that are going on uh for example we sponsored the mkgt and i think andy got some good prizes out of it uh, which worked out well so the new people who we need to say hello and thank you very much to are They've changed the way their light, their web, web website works. Here we go. Uh, Julie Abrams, Michael Ramirez, Tom Ackland, Diffiz, and Joe Gumble. Um, thank you very much for your support. Uh, we would not be here without you, and we appreciate you and love you, everything you're doing for this. So thank you very much. Uh, if you, like I say, if you were interested, go to patreon.com forward slash that's no moon podcast uh, where you can find out more. Uh, in the meantime, also thank you to everyone else who is a supporter. Uh, you're a wonderful part, part of our little discord community that community that exists and um the the banter and chat that's been going on on post mk for those who were there and weren't there has been brilliant um so yeah if you sign up you get to be part of that hilarious group uh and you also get to see some pictures of ollie looking a bit weird because um they go into the shenanigans and it's all good fun um believe it or not he does have friends uh it's just it looks like he's all by his in some of the pictures but there we go. Um, second point of order. Uh, I was listening to a different podcast because I do, uh, and they 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 made a grave grave error of insulting um, a sport that is dear to the British people's hearts. It's real football, lads. If you can't play hack it in the fantasy Premier League, don't enter. <clears throat> Stabcast. But yes, it's called. It's fine. I I likened Star Wars Legion. And uh, 40k are the are, are like are like have like playing football, proper football and American football. 40k the rules are stupidly complicated and understood by not a lot of people. For uh, same with NFL, Legion rules are simple. You go, I go. Everyone wins. Roll dice. Winner, winner takes all that sort of thing. Sometimes there's a tie and it goes to points and goal, whatever. So same sort of thing. Anyway, I needed to get off, the, off my chest. And lastly, to the to the, uh, to the Stabcast individual that referred to, uh, that, or I can't remember who it was, that said, oh, aren't you Scouse? That hurt me deeply. Uh, that I don't, that's, to those of you in Liverpool listening, that would be the equivalent of them calling you Londoners. So um, it's, it's the same sort of thing. <laughs> it's the same sort of thing. So uh, I'll find you, I'll hunt you down. Um, now, what we're going to do is, if you're into a show which has lots of bat reports and takes on and things like that, uh, this is going to be a show for you. If you are not up for listening to lots of battle reports and our takes on the games and things like that, maybe you want to just skip through to later to the end and all this sort of stuff. But put the cards out on the table. This is going to be very much a review of the games that Ollie, Tom, and myself had. And if that's not your jam, cool, no problem, no bother. But this is going to be the reviews we had. Many people have been taking shots at my, me and my my games, so fair play. Uh, they won't take shots at Tom because they like Tom and James and Tom does all the video. And it's an, and I'm an easy target and all that sort of jazz. They'll probably so, still take shots. Um, that's, and also, first time, first time I've said that phrase. First time I've said that phrase. This podcast. Um, so I'm now going to hand over to 
Andy, who is going to moderate for the majority of the rest of the show before the end. So, Mr. Mr. MKGT, take it away. Cool. Um, so, I'm going to start with a nice faction breakdown so everyone has a clear picture. So, we had um, 25 Imperials, which, was, um, which had a 54% win rate. And the top 16 was comprised of 16% of Imperials. So, we then had Shadow Collective... We had eight players in total. Uh, they had a 43% win rate, and none of them made the top 16. Um, we had Separatists, uh, 11 of them, with a 66% win rate, so a higher win rate than um, the Empire. Um, and uh, uh, in the top 16, we had 36% of them. Um, so again, still higher than Empire. Republic, we had 19 players with a 48% win rate. Um, so Cockles, dragging them down there pretty hard um and there was 17 percent of them in the top 16 mate get your stats right you know what i was running oh yeah you're showing droids weren't you sorry i'll take it back you're you're the one dragging them down <laughs> the win rate would have been even higher um and then there were 17 rebels who had the lowest win rate overall um of 38 percent, and again none of them in the uh top 16 so um tempest force i believe there was five of them um with one Imperial Remnant, three Blizzard Force, um, and we had three Echo Base and four Bright Trees, um, and two 501st. Um, uh, stats. So let's have a. The lowest activation count was six activations. Um, oh, yeah, it's a valid point. Um, all of this stats is kindly donated and sent to me by. Um, Christoph, um, who we had um, on the on the podcast probably about four episodes ago, um, longer than that ago. Was it, it really? It was on. Yeah, it was longer than that ago. But it just shows to show how long it's like. It's all blurred into one. But not only yeah, that, yeah. he put the stats together without even attending. So that's just for me. Yeah, it's like my well, was like mate, having <laughs> your hands. He he did, but um, I believe he also had a vested interest um, in two of the players attending um, to help with, um, get some stats to their local community. Um, so yeah, no, it's a really appreciative. Um, I'm going to be using it in my um, fifth trip uh, blog um, with uh, obviously using him as a source. So you'll Who? you'll see all the Who? pictures <laughs> um, and stuff. But um, yeah, the lowest activation count was six. Um, and then the highest activation count was 12, and there was one of each of them, um, with the average being nine. So I think that's pretty spot on. Most averages these days are of like eight stroke nine. Um, and then the bids. <laughs> it wasn't a mistake. It was a deliberate 37 point bid, um, and there was only one of them. Um, and it did help him um, since it got him a, a win against Tempest Force due to that. Um, and then at the other end of the spectrum, there was 24 people without a single bid at all. Um, but four of them, all with Ollie's bid of 778, so a 22-point bid. So obviously you need to fluctuate. And then lots of ones and twos in between there trying to um, uh, obviously use their battle deck. Um, I won't go into faction versus uh, faction win rates, um, but uh, it's quite interesting in some ways. Um, I have a guess. Let's have a little quick game before we move on to rounds. So, uh, Cockles, who do you think was the most used uh, operative? Most used operative? Yep. Uh, Boba Fett. 
He owned, he was used six times and was not the first one. Go on, Tom. Have a guess. I'm going to guess Cad Bane. I saw a few of them kicking around. Ding, 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 ding. Eighth. Eight of them on the uh, on the table. See, uh, my first thought was Cad Bane, but then I thought, well, there might be like a few rebel. Don't, uh, don't rebel bring it bane, back rebel. now. You've got the answer. Well, no, I just thought there might be some rebel, <laughs> rebel threats as well <laughs> to, mi- to mix it up again. I just thought that was just my first thought. But I thought any, not. Anything you can do to try and get back on top of time. <laughs> Jesus, man. That sounds dirty. Yeah, just, 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 <laughs> yeah, I was say phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was, more, it, it was more viewing on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Go on then, Nolly. Uh, who do you think came in second since you got first and third? So Cab was first, Bubba was third. Who do you think came in second? There's quite a lot of separatists. So like potentially something like Asage or Opluke, something in that kind of realm. Um, Asage was fourth. She's about middle of the table. Um, it was Bosk. Seven seven appearances of Bosk. So, but all top three being bounty hunters um, is obviously part of the meta as well. So. Let's move on to round one. Let's start with... Oh, go on, Ollie. Let's give you some prime time since you've got more to talk about. <laughs> uh, so game one, um, I ended up playing against someone I know quite well, which is Mr. Haslam. Uh, and he came over to me and was there just like, why does it always have to be you at every tournament? <laughs> why am I getting paired against you first round? Um, so that game was... I'm just bringing it up now. There with me. So that was Hostage Exchange, Danger Close, and Clear Conditions. Uh, Mr. Haslam was on the Barbie and Ken, which is Kenobi and Padme uh, clone gun line. So, yeah, that man, that man and his saves are, are outrageous. Um, I must have put 60, uh, I, th- I think I forced 60 saves on him for the entire game, and he saved 55. I think we were counting it up towards the end. I was uh, I was starting to get quite, quite upset towards the end. Uh, but it was hostage exchange, so that leaves me in a uh, in a very very high up position. So um, it was just a case of force pushing his Kenobi continuously back away from scoring, and uh, and my hostage managed to stay safe at the end. But re- really fun game, and um, I'm sure we will have some pictures of the Barbie and Ken remakes to share very soon as well. Yeah, I mean hats off for the uh, the modelling conversion he did there on a Ken. I I think is <laughs> top notch. Yeah, that was. <laughs> That, that, that was absolutely prime stuff. Um, so you should take up hobby and Ollie. <laughs> yeah. Aye, but some some of some of us don't have the time. Um, so obviously that ended with. Uh, did you say the result two one? Uh, yeah, two two one two one victory to me. So uh, I actually lost three hundred and fifty six points, and Haslam only only lost one hundred and twenty two. So I was in the uh, I was in the opposite direction for points destroyed. Still got the win. So, uh, Vader on hostage. People yeah. need to stop. People need to stop giving it me. <laughs> he did have but, you sweating uh, for a minute, though. I came over towards the end of the game, and you were you were stressing pretty hard. <laughs> I, I, I had a moist forehead, that's for sure. Yep. <laughs> so from one moist forehead to a not moist forehead, let's go with cockles. How was your game one? So I played last year's champion Tom Sefton, the the, the child prodigy of the droids. Uh, it was probably the matchup I didn't want to start first because I was running, uh, I was running a list that. So based on the previous show, I just was like, "Sod it, I can't decide. I'm not going to win. I haven't got the reps with enough of anything um, to be super competitive." So I thought I'll run something that is good, proven elsewhere, 
and it'll be it'll still be fun. And I chose to run uh, Austin Miller's um, Triple Magna Cad Bane six B ones um, separatist list, which is fun. And I made over the, so to sum to sum up, I made a few mistakes over the tournament, which cost me probably two games, but I would that, that's fine. Um, the first game was uh, I went intercept and I lost seven five. Uh, and it was a case of you know when you play a game and one dice are statistical, but they're statistical in the way that you roll crap and the opponent rolls well, so it balances. And that was that game. Later, when I had my game four, it was the other way around, um, and I'll talk about it in a bit. But um, yeah, I just couldn't kill anything. Uh, I he killed four hundred eighteen, I killed fifty six. I just could not kill anything, and I even with B ones who roll their magical two crits or anything like that. It doesn't work. Now, Tom is a good player as well, which really helps. Uh, he's won. He won last year at MK with Droids, wasn't it? Droids last year. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he came uh, second. And Dooku. Yeah, he came second to Ollie at Daventry less than a month ago. Dude knows how to play, so there's no. I'm not going to take any shame in losing that. I lost to a better. I lost to a better player. There's, there's that. Uh, so, uh, I wished I. I I wish him well. It, you, Ollie, I would just say you winning blew his chances of actually going to America because I think he's uh, I think he's 16, 17. So that was his only chance. Unless he's going to LGT, but that's his only chance. How dare you take that away from him? That was his oh, holiday. Well. That was his summer holiday next year. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very fair statement. I'd be saying the same thing. I don't want as well. Um, so, yeah, no, I lost to a better player. Um, I, there were... Pro, my my main mistake we, we we talked about it afterwards were other than rolling hor- horrific dice, where um, I probably could have pushed up to swamp the middle middle KP. Uh, sorry, the middle intercept a bit sooner, but hey, them's the dice, so that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Tom. Um, yeah, so my round one, I paired up with David Fraser. Um, we played. Vaps on hemmed in and clear conditions, and he was playing. Uh, he was playing one of the two five o first lists. He had Anakin triple barks, um, and because I took a ridiculous bid of twenty points, um, he basically could just wait for me to um, to come against him. So I deployed all of my pikes on one half of the board he'd applied all of his army on the other half of the board and uh it basically forced me to play really aggressive with maul and uh and the mandos and the first activation of turn one i uh i could see anakin he didn't have a dodge i had some mando rockets and uh it probably wasn't the best choice to <laughs> to take that shot but we went for it and uh, anakin took no wounds and then Rookcast didn't survive turn two um I did a did a last first with Maul and double moved into um one of his phase two squads on his back sabotage uh, on his back moisture evaporator and I thought he was gonna be kind of safe there, did a double move standby, not thinking that Anakin could stand on top of a terrain feature, which in hindsight is a lesson learned that you should definitely check what can stand where without overhanging. Because uh, it was perfectly legal, he force pushed me into a whole ball of standbys, and that was more completely toast. Um, so then it was just a, a case of trying to 
uh, trying to get my pike gun line to to put some wounds into into his list. But by that point, it was far too late. So it was it was four each on evaporators, and it went to points destroyed, where he had destroyed 468 points to my 76 points. So there was a very clear winner of um, David. He was a great player, really nice guy. Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely tells you that you should practice and look at the table a bit more before you start. <laughs> um, why did you have sabotage when you were having a twenty-point bid? Um, because I thought I can pro- I can get all of the uh, all of the vaps, and then I thought I'll just play really aggressive with more. And uh, turns out that's not the best idea. <laughs> well, at least you took something away from losing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had a good time. <laughs> um, so at the end of that, then we've got one winner, two losers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then uh, we all had a lunch break, nice little hour lunch break, um, and uh, time to vote for best painted. Um, which, oh, who was it won? Uh, but, but, but it was... Oh, bloody hell, I should have remembered that. I was going to say. Um, I can't remember now. It wasn't me this time, if that helps you. Uh, I wasn't <laughs> thinking of you at all, no. <laughs> After yeah. Beezer, she'll know. Yeah, I should have uh, had the notes ready for that. Was, um, it, was it not like Rob Hentai... Gilmore's was, yeah. he, was he was he not best painted? No, no, he was Lee Macken won. No, uh, that was it. Lee Macken had best painted model, which was the yeah. uh, Jordan Vader. Haswell. No, not Jordan Haswell. Um, it was then uh, best painted vehicle was a tie between Hannah with her Shadow Collective bus and oh, I can't quite remember who the other bloke was. Was it Justin? Oh, I know who it was. I can't remember his name, but he who? had the um, the converted um, swoop bikes with Mandalorians riding them. Um, no, he had best painted army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was um, really, really good. Um, the, the converted sweet bikes with Mandalorians riding. Um, I apologise that I can't remember your names off the top. What of you head, should but... do, what you should do is when we're talking about our next power reports bit, is you go should nip it. out, go yeah, grab yeah. Louise's book, and then we can actually <laughs> reveal it properly. Work a, like a true champion. I, will. <laughs> I mean, I should have been prepared in the first place. That would have been more helpful. Um. That would and then, be the easy thing for me to say, but I didn't want to poke fun. Oh, well. Um, leading, being in charge is hard, you see. I've never done it before. I know, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Keeping so you two. lot all in line. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, let's go with uh, Cockles then. Uh, game two, I was playing. Uh, if I could bring myself up, I was playing. I can't remember the gent's name. I can remember where he lives because we were... Stickins. Uh, there we go. I was playing Stickins. Uh, I don't know what his first name is, but I can't remember. Um, and it was Hostage Exchange, Major Offensive, Fortified Positions. He was running Double Dark, double dark Troopers, Gideon. And the I had... Um, I had a, I went with a I, I went with a really cunning plan, Baldrick style, that had it come off would have been would probably have uh, that would have been that would have been game, but it didn't, and it didn't because uh, he had a one in five I think chance of pulling out something I didn't want him to pull out of the bag, and he did because uh, I revealed Cad Cad Bane in turn one um, very high up the board. Um, and I'd, but what I'd done is I actually missed I'd actually misplaced the tokens 
completely mistake, but I'd revealed him anyway. He would have been, it didn't make much of a difference because the bomb and him were quite close regardless. The plan was that I would reveal him and he would go first, but he, but assuming his, um, assuming my opponent didn't pull out, I think it was a unit of dark troopers or something like that, but they did. And it was a one, I think it was, it was a one in five chance of him doing that. It might be slightly less, but anyway, um, he did, lo and behold, shoots Cad Bane. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on a huge defensive straight off the bat because had my Cad Bane gone first, I'm running around and I'm going, and I'm halfway to, on my way to, uh, I'm very, very close to Gideon, who is isolated. Uh, the only other support he's got is two naked squads of stormtroopers who weren't doing a lot. And he's also, that's the direction he's running um, his hostage away to get away. So his hostage runs that way away towards Cad Bane, where Cad Bane can then do shots and get in melee and do the ground, the, 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 the gauntlets and things like that. It turns out that didn't work out. It was a plan. If it worked, if it was worked, it went, it would have worked. It would have been fine, but it didn't. And that's the way it worked. That way it went. Um, I was then on the back foot for the rest of the game. And um, the second mistake I made was instead of shooting dark troopers, uh, I decided to go in with them into melee with them. Um, forgetting that, I was like, oh yeah, it's armor still, regardless if it's ranged or it's melee, doesn't matter. And I was just, and it was just a mistake. It was just a misplay because I was on the back foot, and it went to points. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't shift dark troopers, and I could, uh, and I killed 125, and he, and he killed 540, which I think is Cad Bane and, and at least two, but Cad Bane, one Magna, and couple of a couple of E1s so it was or, or maybe three B1s I should say actually uh, I just couldn't kill things uh, quick enough um, and it was 2-2 so Lavi, these things happen it was a rough matchup to be fair because playing double dark when I don't have a huge amount of anti-armor uh, it was rough anyway so it is what it is moral of that story uh, take impact in uh, armor meta there is that but <laughs> the same but like I say, it was just I'm running running something different. The un, the the irony the 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 way it, it could have been something else on the it, what it could have been hostage or some or something else, but it uh, it was like oh if I don't flip hostage, uh, if I don't flip uh, rapid reinforcements against dark troopers, it has to be that. So it was the lesser of two evils really. So I had to flip um, to get out rapid reinforcements. He made one misplay. He forgot to do the Dark Trooper Go Fly um, thing after the Dark Trooper Go Fly card was played, which probably helped me out a bit, but uh, it didn't help me out enough. It was it was a gamble. That's what happens. Gamble that didn't pay off. Uh, Ollie, what gamble did pay off for you? Uh, playing against Tempest Force. <laughs> ah, ah. I was just like, oh, man, there's going to be so much Tempest Force. I don't really want to play against it. And then I got Lila with Tempest Force round two. <coughs> Fixed. Um, but yeah, no. That was, uh... <laughs> um, no, it was, uh, it, was, it was a really good game. Um, I'm trying to remember the mission now. Uh, so it was Lila flipped it to Bombing Run uh, against me. So just let me have a little look at the scores. So yeah, so um, I was blue player, played Bombing Run, hemmed in clear conditions. Um, Lila set all of her miniatures up in one um, side of her hemmed-in objectives, um, which then just allowed all of my bikes to go and score in the opposing zone um, and then swoop back in to start hitting the ATSTs in the flank. 
Um, and thankfully, Vader and the HRUs can kind of hold up the ATSTs, especially with the way that terrain was set out. Um, it allowed me just to sort of pop shots off, then move back, then recover, shoot when it had come around the corner. Um, in terms of her game plan, I think she just wanted to overwhelm me as quickly as possible. Um, and I think the other option for her would have been breakthrough. Uh, and breakthrough hemmed in, she has to split her forces, otherwise my bikes just disappear off to the other end of the board. Um, and the rest of the units will likely take out one to two ATSDs. Um, and so even if even if you kill them all, she's still only scoring. Um, in fact, it'd be one to two ATSTs. Plus, if I keep Vader alive, it kind of keeps her core and special forces from coming in. Um, she also set her scouts within range one of each other. Um, so it was uh, it was a turn one overwhelming barrage into the scouts um, just to get the. Uh, Try and get some, try and get some stuff off. But yeah, so um, ended on three three with uh, I lost two hundred and sixteen points and Lila lost six hundred and seventy two. Go on, go on, Mister Cockles. It should be said we haven't really spoken much about Tempest Force uh, on the show yet. So next show we will talk about Tempest um, because then we would have had a few more weeks of um, two more weeks of re- reviewing it, playing it, what we think of it. So Tempest next show. FYI, how many did you kill? Was it two? I killed all three ATSTs. All three, both okay. the, both of the scout squads, um, and then I left her with one stormtrooper in one squad and two stormtroopers in another. Um, <laughs> and I was left with, I think it was like one or two full bikes, um, one HRU, both of the snows and Vader. And uh, if anyone wants to watch that game i believe you were on stream is that right uh, we were yeah i've no idea yeah, which yeah. one we were on twitch it, uh, twitch yeah twitch. so uh, <laughs> point for watching we record we had both stream tables up and running so we had tom's uh set up uh cast into youtube and we had my setup went in uh to twitch the pros of tom's one a uh, lot better camera quality and camera angle um due to his camera stand um and uh pros to my one was um it's got uh player mics so we're going to be uh, using some of your fabulous Patreon money to get us both on equal pegging um, so that when this does happen again at like London or um, next year's MKGT, that both streams will be of uh, equal quality and uh, be great to watch for, for everyone. I uh, must also add that the um, there was a TO there. Uh, he's a bit he's he's a bit of a uh, a hunter of dogs. Did not tell us that there were microphones to be used. So oh, yeah. if you so so if you do go and watch mine and Lila's game, you will hear the last four minutes um, well, you of the game. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think as soon as I put the microphone on, I'm straight on to insulting Anthony. Yeah, I, I forgot. I mean, the pair of you have been on my streams enough that you know there's player mics. But yeah, yeah. I've, I, I've I think I've been on your streams once. Have you really? Yeah, I've, I think, and I think that was that was just at a random MK tournament. Yeah, um, and that's the only time I've ever been on your streams. Ah, well, I'm saying me and Tom yeah. are going to make a more concise, a, a better effort between the two of us to do more streaming from local tournaments, aren't we? Yeah, I think as well for for the the well after LGT, I think most of the two days I'm going to try and stream with. Um, yeah gonna try and gonna try and stream and do do commentary um i think it's uh probably uh probably better for better for the streams uh to to have commentary instead of just having 
either just the player mics or or as as my stream was just the the camera audio i think it would just make for a more interesting stream a few moments later and hello there welcome back to that's no moon a star wars Legion podcast where technical difficulties reign in northumberland so we had a little uh i say we i had a little uh, power outage certain issues and all this sorts of jazz so um we resume andy i believe we were talking about uh tom's game two go for it tom yeah okay so game two i paired with chris reese um and he was we played uh recover the supplies danger close clear conditions and he was playing um an imperial hero hammer um so his was 790 points agent callus iden boba fett um two stormtroopers with hh12s um a shore trooper and a mortar some isf and some a couple of scouts so his so the the box went down in the middle uh the other two boxes went down in our respective zones um so i left my my pike gun line to to get my box and uh decided that maul was going to make a, a dash for the middle and grab the box and uh <laughs> chris decided something very similar with uh with boba fett so um we had a bit of um bit of a duel in the middle at the at the start of round two so so i double moved uh, well he he double moved because he had cunning with Callus's one pip um so we rolled off and he won the the priority so boba fett got to the middle box first um and and claimed so then maul tied him up in melee um took a standby so that i could clobber him if uh, anything else got too close and uh, at the start of round three he played uh whipcord which immobilized maul and uh and maul was there <laughs> for the second game in a row was just in front of a whole gun line um but this time i managed to just tank everything and uh i tried to chase him down but at that point he'd uh he'd taken his three boxes pretty far away so in the end it was uh two to three uh victory points to chris um i'd killed uh 285 points and he'd killed 259 points in the end um but because he got that middle box and, and whipcord is just unbelievable um on on cape uh, on recover so he he got the boxes and, and got away from me uh, which you know it i should have i should have got to the the middle box first and claimed it before boba is the uh is the moral of that story because then at least he would have had to stay and fight and he wouldn't have been able to run away but um but yeah learn learn from that mistake but again it was a really good game really nice player um and yeah lesson learned for the for the next one cool so that should be everyone's game two so uh moving into the final game of the day where i guess a bit of fatigue starts to settle in um how was you going ollie after two very stressful games um for um Versus after fighting Lila and uh, Matt Haslam. Oh, I mean, it's just a difficult day in general. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, game two, I played Fraser. Uh, I've bashed Fraser on, Fraser on this podcast before, and I'd just like to say that I'm going to do it again. Um, Fraser still didn't take force push on Anakin, and he gave me hostage exchange. So um, it was hostage, hemmed in, war weary, 
um, I had a choice um, to make. So I swapped it from advanced positions to hemmed in um, because I knew that he wanted to play hostage over breakthrough. Um, and hostage, for me, he was running Rex uh, in addition to his Anakin. Um, so he was Rex, Anakin, 501st. Um, so for him, he thought that the Rex scout move would be great. Um, I knew that the hemmed in would also save me um, quite a bit of face um, in terms of just deployment. Um, so yeah, so really, really good opponents, really fun game. I managed to take out a full squad of arcs, turn one. Turn two, I took out Anakin and his core hostage unit. Uh, and from there, it was just a case of Vader just sitting down and um, pushing his units away and uh, making sure he wasn't able to grab his hostage back. So I think in the end, it was uh, Fraser lost 723 points to my 355. Nice. And keep bashing away. <laughs> if you just, he needs to run force push. And if if he wants to push for hostage exchange, then he needs to run force push. Um, that, that that's you know, or he needs to just flip it indefinitely against against Commander Vader. But absolutely lovely guy, um, and he's also running a tournament, which we will give him a shout out for uh, towards the end of the show as well. Um, and obviously that's a, an argument we have quite a lot with force push, and if we should take it all the time. Um, so. Game three for Tom. How'd you get on? Okay, so I paired with uh, Joseph Green, who was playing another Shadow Collective list. So we had a, a Shadow Collective off. Um, it was Hostage Exchange, Hemmed in, Clear Conditions. Um, and I think this is a prime example of why, if you're playing Maul at least, you should always take Force Push. Um, because he was playing a... Uh, a bit of a strange list. He had uh, a Black Sun Vigo, Gar Saxon, with, uh, who was like fully kitted out with the rockets, the flamethrower, the shield, up close and personal, and hunter. He had a Black Sun Vigo with lead by example. He had Maul just with fear and tenacity. Um, and then two Black Suns with, again, kitted out, but with the scattergun. Uh, a squad of Mandos with Rook Cast and a squad of uh, swoop bikes. So he was 800, list, uh, 800 points, eight activations um, against my nine. Um, and I did say he'd, he'd not played much of the uh, non-core box objectives. So I did say to him on the flop that um, if, I, if I get hostage, it's something that I've played quite a lot. And especially with Maul and his Maul not having force push. He'd probably want to flip that to something else, but because he'd not played it, he said, "You know, what better time to learn than learn by doing?" So we played the game. Um, my mall um, obviously is cunning um, over his that that was not because uh, he didn't have the dark saber, um, but it meant that I could um, do all the force push shenanigans on his his squad with the uh, with the hostage, and I managed to get. Um, his hostage in my deployment zone um, run my hostage all the way back into my deployment zone um, in the last turn he did manage to um, kill the pike squad with my hostage um, he also managed to claim it but because it was in my deployment zone um, and his hostage was also in my deployment zone I got two to his one point um, we both killed a similar amount of stuff. He killed uh, 259 points and I killed uh, 296 points. So it was a really good game. I think uh, afterwards he said he'd learned quite a lot. Um, uh, 
and yeah, I think uh, I think it was it was a good fun list. Um, he was yeah, like I say, quite new to the game. Um, I think he said this was his first tournament. Um, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, good learning game. I saw him throughout the weekend, and he he said he won won a couple of games, but this was his uh, his third loss of of round of day one. Sorry, and uh, yeah, it was a good game. Yeah, he was always chirpy and always excited throughout the whole weekend. Um, I think it's uh, I think it was him that I saw the whole weekend. Um, so that's your first win. So on your way to catch up with Volley, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and who else got to win that round? I did. Uh, yeah, John was so intim- John O'Callaghan was so intimidated by my presence that he didn't turn up. Uh, and I got a 700 nil win playing payload, uh, which was astonishing to me because I wouldn't expect to win a payload game. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> basically, uh, no, so I got the buy, uh, which is fine, fair enough. I hate having a buy, but it's one of those things. It's just unfortunate in any tournament. Um, but what did happen, which was quite funny, is uh, Lila won her game and played all six turns within 50 five zero minutes. Um, I don't know how, I can't remember, I think it's just a case of they got to a point where it was like, well, this is how this is going to play out, and that's it. So one stood, one ran away, the other could catch up, or whatever, and that was it. So I just said to her, hey, can we have a game against Tempest Force? I've never played against it, let's have a crack. And I very nearly beat her with, against Tempest Force with my B1, with my B1 Horde Magnus. Um, it was quite, the only, the very nearly was, if one model stays alive, which is a B1, which is a Magna Guard, it is holding it. It outscores her on the on key positions, and that was it, really. Uh, and then she, with at the end that did me was she managed to, to kill it, then move uh, another ATST over the the key position, which meant that if I and and then took a standby, which meant that my spare B one unit that could come round and claim would run round and get shot to hell. So I was just like, well, that ain't happening. So it was po- it was a tie, and it went to, and she won on points. So it was a learning. It was purely a learning experience for me. Um, I'm going to put it out there. If you don't think about games, you seem to do better. And somehow I was just because we knew we were time limited. I was just going. Sod it, do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. I'm just running on like, go, 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 play on instinct. And somehow it kind of worked for me. Um, and I think even Lila was a little bit flustered as well. Um, we did have some, it was a really good game, really good fun game. Um, so yeah, that was it. I just, that was a, a friendly, there you go. Yeah. Um, cool. So then we had the most important part of the weekend to me. Um, and that's the <laughs> um, and that's the, the social side of things. So I think I had a rough count um, when we were at the because we all went to the Turkish, which is just uh, around the corner from the the venue. And uh, obviously, a few other people went to other um, food places nearby. But uh, in the Turkish alone, there was forty plus uh, Legion players. We had like four tables in there, and um, it was just nice to see everyone and it wasn't just like oh we're all from the same community we're all uh like from london we're all from scotland or poland or wherever it was a mixture of just people sat with their legion tournament buddies um and it was just nice to see that and everyone was excited and just not i mean i'm sure there was a lot of legion talk at the tables but even at the table legion i was at friends. <laughs> legion friends um 
like it was nice just to like get to know people more like us we were sat with justin and he was sharing um photos of when he was younger and by god does he look nothing like he does now <laughs> um and i mean yeah it's just nice to like that part for me for the social side is such a a great thing about the legion community um and then we all went to a good old Weatherspoons, which is very British of us, where the, the Polish then decided to challenge us to a drinking oh, game. Hold, yeah, no. So, yeah, this is it. This is the big thing. They said, they put in the WhatsApp chat, which still exists for those when I'm looking for So I look forward to hearing, hearing from some people with that. Don't worry, lads. We're on our way. We'll show you how to drink. And we're like, okay. They joined us for the meal. And then that we're leaving we had to walk up to the pub uh, Andy I think you were still finishing your meal so our, our table which is me Ollie Tom and various others had left and started walking up and they said oh we're off and there was me and Tom was like um no you you said you were going to show us how to drink you've got to come out for at least two and they're like oh yeah but with it we, 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 yeah and I was like nah that's not how it works you just got to come out so I peer pressured them into coming to a to Weatherspoons I feel a bit guilty because it was a Weatherspoons but peer pressure them into coming out and having drinks um and then they then they left early um and anyone who didn't stay out till the end for various reasons is a letdown isn't that yeah. right ollie dyer yeah especially the man who drags us somewhere and then just buggers off hey look <laughs> I, I i can't i can't be held responsible for what drunk ollie does <laughs> hey, uh, lads, let's go. We're, lads, we're going to go to the casino. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll get drinks there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get drinks there. Walk straight in. One of us can't get in. Unlucky Tony. But then who doesn't carry ID anymore? Oh, oh well. But yeah. Well, not just Tony. <laughs> so walk straight. Apparently all, live, uh, all muscle, no liver can't, uh, doesn't carry ID either. <laughs> oh, I've got no ID. So that is it. So, so literally, we get in there. Uh, and like, oh, there's me, there's me and Tom sitting and uh, Adam and Andrew Platt sitting. Oh, what are we doing? Uh, no, Andrew wasn't there. Me, Adam Field, and, and, Tom, and Tom was like, oh, this is what's going on. And then, um, where's, where's Ollie gone? Oh, he's on a blackjack table. All right, we'll go watch that. Ollie, can we get a drink? Uh, Ollie, how, are you doing all right? Uh, what are you doing there? <laughs> oh, I'm just putting this on. It's like, oh, so we'll, we'll just sort ourselves out there. Oh, all right. And let's carry it. And then, Andy, you turn up. And then we managed to get a game of poker in. I know I, I had bad etiquette there, but I don't care. Um, one, one my hand had left, basically. <laughs> and then, um, uh, and then, yeah. And then I, we were like, "Where's Ollie? Where's Where's Tom? Where's Where's?" Oh, well, I can gone? fill in those and, blanks. Uh, oh yeah, go on then, please do. <laughs> so, so you two sit down at the, at the at the poker tables, and Ollie comes uh, comes and finds me. He goes, "Where are those guys?" Like, oh, they just sat down to play poker. He went, well, they're going to be there for two hours. Should we fuck off? <laughs> so, and there goes our PG rating as well. You're welcome. I'd like to say, I was never going to be there for two hours. I knew I was only, I was there for probably probably half an hour because minutes. I knew. I was, was it even less than that? There you go. So I was only there for a, a not even a full round, a full round of, with the with the blind going around uh, because it's like, well, that. Everyone else on their chips had like 250 quid. So basically, I knew that if, if they had a hand, they were going to go all in and I would never be able to bet. So I just went, I'll play the one good hand I'll get, done. Can't, took, took what I got, gave Andy his 20 quid back, and then went right. I'm back. And then I had a drink with uh, Andrew Platt and Adam Field and, and just carried on uh, having a laugh. So what I'm hearing is you were what they call in the poker world just a plab. 
and didn't and, uh, and you know and, uh, and didn't and didn't and didn't play for the allotted time. So drunk Ollie's logic was correct. We just couldn't count on you being such a letdown. No, you went home. You yeah. people, if you go home, you're the letdown. You oh, went what? home. You took us to a casino for a drinking night out. It was like I've never. No, Six, five pounds eighty for a pint of cider. Jog right on. Not uh, a chance. I, I do have to say, mate, this all does sound like a you problem. <laughs> I think this all stems uh, down to Ollie didn't really drink because every time I suggested it was shot o'clock, he just kind of uh, was like, oh yeah, yeah, and kind of shied away from it all. Um, and Ollie I can only put thinking, this down to Ollie. Ollie. Ollie was giving it. I know you. Ollie was going to be like Ollie's giving it big and yeah, drinking, drinking, drinking. But in his head, he's going, why get everyone else drunk? I might win. I'm I don't free. know. No, I can't drink. Oh yeah. There was that, a lot that, of people. Means, uh... A lot of people telling me, "Can you do the like anti-spike his drinks and not give him any alcohol?" Because everybody assumes that he plays better hungover. So people were asking <laughs> me not to give him alcohol to try and make him sober in the morning, so that he would just be worse. <laughs> Well, when he's hung over, it's game two, though, that's the issue. Yeah. Game one, it, <laughs> he's fine. It's game two when he's uh, finally awake and uh, bumps and into people like Paul Bella. <laughs> the amount of people yeah. the amount of people who asked me said, oh, I thought Ollie was out for the whole night. I thought he was a hardcore drinker. I thought he was this. And I was like, he is yeah. what he wants to be. But when there was it, something on the line, he lets everyone else down. Gives it all big on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate. I, I was still hung over the following day, and I still don't. I think I probably still drank more than most of you put together. So I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to respectfully disagree on that one, my friend. <laughs> Just because uh, I was drinking pitchers. How, how many do you have? If I say I lost count, I'm not joking. <laughs> I mean, uh, Ollie, I had, Ollie well, started I've... the night by me buying him one for each hand. <laughs> I, 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 I had four pitches, about eight shots, and maybe four or five ciders. So I still think that's a respectable effort. Yeah, you're in your twenties though, so it's like it's not even a thing. If you're, as soon as you come in, as soon as you hit post thirty three, then it's all it's like oh no, everything's everything's a problem. Sure, but did you all enjoy the social side? Oh mate, hell I'm... yes, I had a great time, even as the designated uh, driver. But I did end up with the most liquid on my shirt, and that is all Chris Smith's fault. <laughs> I just want to put it out there that I went out with a shirt pocket, and I got home with a shirt pocket. <laughs> it wasn't for a lack of trying from a certain... Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> certain oh yeah, I was going to say, literally the pub, just saw, all I saw was your hand over your nipple, and I was like, has he got an itchy chest? Oh, no, Wally's about. <laughs> it was just Ollie's lo- eyes lit up when someone told him. Oh, I was told not to come out of a shirt on. <laughs> I, 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 again, I'll uh, reiterate what I said before. No, I do not take any responsibility for Drunk Ollie. Drunk Ollie is his own person. <laughs> <laughs> Split personality. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you saw me. You saw me in Stockport, mate. I went a bit mad. <laughs> now, which does need, which does lead to the next thing, though. There will be a video that will come out at some point. Some of you might have already seen it, and it will feature certain songs like "All by Myself." No, it's already on YouTube. Oh, is it already out? There you go. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. bored waiting for you. Yeah, the well, fair, well, that's fine. And that's where it should be. Because it's literally, but every now and again, Ollie would just nip off, disappear for himself to have a vape, and you just see him sitting, sitting there vaping away on the steps. So, yeah, if you want to see that, go on uh, <laughs> at TNM Pod. It's already on there. 
Wonderful, wonderful. So, <sighs> next day. As we all became bright and early and refreshed for day two, let's kick it off with uh, Tom. Off you go. How first game go? Okay, so my next game was against Andrew Platt, um, who was the, I think he was my second uh, of the two 501st lists, um, which I played. Um, and I didn't learn anything from the last time I played 501st and played another game of Sabotage. Uh, on advanced positions and fortified positions. And what we both did was think, oh, the other guy's not going to think about this. And we both blocked in the Vaporator with two barricades. So there was very limited space of which you could actually touch the Vaporator and uh, and get the objective. Um, and I did the exact same thing as I did in the last game. I took an early rocket shot with my Mandalorians. I double moved uh, Maul turn one and then with a cunning one pip double moved again behind a line of sight blocker but i was within a two speed move of his objective so i basically kind of had to wait him out and uh i hit his i jump hit his objective move back out of line of sight and uh and the game basically ended as anakin ran over punched maul turn five maul survives and turn six, I got the priority, pushed, his, uh, he went with the arcs that were near his objective. So I then pushed Anakin out of melee, moved into melee with his arcs and touching the objective and tapped the objective, giving me five uh, five wounds on Vaporators to, to his three. And his Anakin was too far out to double move uh, or to move in one and touch the objective to to uh, score it back. So I managed to win with the exact same game plan from turn one that didn't work um, to have a 5-3. I did lose 400 points and Andrew lost absolutely nothing through the best red dice in the world. And uh, mine were not quite so good, but I did lose more in the end. But at that point, he couldn't hit the VAP. So it was a really good game. Um, I think there was it was, you know, lack of sleep maybe. But he was he was punching himself that he had uh, had given me that little window to get Maul in and hit the VAP. But yeah, it was a great game. Nice. So that's uh, first one of the day and uh, putting you on two and three now, right? Uh, that put me on two and two at that point because that's game two and four. Two. Oh yeah, yeah, game four. Sorry. Uh, so. Continuing this win streak, come on, let's go to Ollie. So I played against Barry, um, who is a local MK player, uh, who was a absolute joyous um, opponent to play. Um, he unfortunately um, was struck out um, by not having played much of the mirror match against Vader. Um, so he wasn't on Blizzard Force. He was on his own sort of uh, Commander Vader, Din. Uh, Core with HH12s and specialists, two sniper teams, um, and an officer. So it was key positions hemmed in minefield. Um, he set up all in one side. Um, I set up my bikes sort of as if they could see him. Um, I think that made him set up onto that side and the bikes just turned around and left. 
um, for the most for the majority of the game, sort of coming back in turns five and six. Um, he said he'd never played against anything that had been slow rolled like that. Um, and I said that when you're on key positions, especially in this kind of one, you have to really, really slow play with Blizzard Force uh, and with Commander Vader. Because realistically, turns five and six are where all the important stuff happens. Um, he had a couple of small placement issues in that he left a, he left a sniper team out in range for me to shoot, um, and uh, I was able to knock them off the board with the bombardment. Um, so yeah, so just a just just a really unlucky uh, really unlucky play from him there. But ended up being two one victory to me. Uh, I lost seventy points, and he lost two hundred and seventy four. Nice. Yeah, big shout out to Barry going three and on day one. Um, normally, Milton Keynes always is like one and two, two and one. So he did a for his first two day. It's really, really good. Uh, so come on, let's see if we can have all three of the podcast members winning their first game of the day. Cockles, I did. Hey. <laughs> I did. Um, I played Sam Page, absolute gent. Um, he of uh, he ran the element element event um a couple of months ago. Uh, he was running an Empire Callus double bounty list with double Death Troopers, and I hate playing against Death Troopers because their sit back, recover, shoot thing with suppression and all that sort of. I just, I just don't like it as a. I don't like the unit, um, if that sort of thing. Um, but uh, I decided, you know what, sod this. We'll just have fun with Cad Bane, and uh, I, put, I basically just went. I know where all the tokens are going to go, but I don't know what they're going to be. So I put, and we played sabotage, and I put. One in front of one VAP on his side, one in front of the other VAP on his side, either being bomb or one of them definitely would have been the bomb if I were choosing. The other would have been the blank. And then Cad, where I would have put Cad Bane for me near my VAP, I left him there to find. And we and it was just like, we don't know which one's which. And we had a bit of fun with that. And it was just like, he pulled, so he had basically deployed, uh, it was Long March uh, and everything. He had everything on sort of my side uh, of the table heavy. Uh, and then Callus on the other side, um, and because I deployed and he or counter deploying, I had my, everything on my side, sort of thing. So he moves his first unit up to the first VAP, and we're like, oh, and it's a blank. And I'm like, shit, this can go horribly wrong because if the other one at the other end is is Cad Bane, he's dead. And I knew it, it. It's just, and it was a laugh anyway. We both, we were both had a, a poor record so we were never going to win anything we were just having a laugh lo and behold his callus comes round moves up and we're like oh and it was the bomb and I was so happy and um, it was and we rolled the bomb roll and it took, put two wounds on callus straight off the bat uh, and the side that callus was on also happened to be the opposite side to where all my three magnas with their rockets were so callus spent turn one um, watching fireworks explode in front of him and I took him down to probably one wound left, maybe two and then in, in short work in turn two killed Callus very quickly he bountied, because he's two bounties he bountied the T-Series and Cad Bane I bountied Bosk because I thought White saves that's probably the easy, easier one of the three because it was it was Bobber or Bosk or Callus um, so I thought, ah, that White saves, see what happens effectively I was able to overwhelm um, various of the, the objectives tap my vaps and then the magna guards basically went yeeting around one side he killed one squad of magnas from long range long range shots with bosk and managed to put oh this is a little fun game um ha, it at how many suppression do you think bobber had in turn four slash five foot turn five 
Six. Six is the first guess. Ollie? <laughs> All right, don't guess then. Like, Tom? Guessing, I'm going to go prices right and say seven. Right. <laughs> Ollie, you want to take any other guess? But he's going to be, I bet he's disappeared. He's gone off for probably some food or something. No, 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 I'm here. I just uh, I think, 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 think Signal cut out for me there. Um, I imagine he had, what, like eight? The answer is 12. Um, he, in, when I revealed, uh, when Cad Bane did start doing some things, he did the, um, is it Reptilian Rampage where he boss gets to do double shots uh, mm-hmm. and things? So basically, he managed to pile a load of suppression on Cad Bane without Cad Bane dying because I managed to heal him, and he was rolling and he rolled fairly well on his saves and he was in cover and all this sort of jazz. So it worked out quite well. And in the next turn, I'm in range of uh, Bobber, uh, and I play the the Cad Bane says have all my suppression to, uh, card, and I basically just go here you go. Have and I didn't give him even give him all of the suppression. I gave him a load, and he ended up and during that turn. He ended up with a max of twelve suppression, um, which we thought, oh, let's sort of let's just have a fun to see if he rolls off. And he rolls off five, so he wouldn't have done anything anyway. But he did die in that turn, regardless. As did uh, another lone trooper who was trying to like score his own vap. What swung it? We said in that game was um, I had some B ones. I think it was that took a pot shot at his death trooper, at one of his death troopers, or no, it was double death. I can't remember. Took a shot at his death troopers, uh, scoring five hits, and he saves two. Uh, and it's and that's a that's a rough loss off of a thirty eight point unit shooting at um, uh, that whatever it is point of death troopers. Is it ninety odd points as death troopers or something like that for the total with the gun and everything? Yeah, around ninety. So that is what that kind of, like we, we decided that's really what swung it because uh, losing that firepower um was quite is quite significant and i was able to just basically overwhelm the both evaporators and win um 6-2 on sabotage on long march in clear conditions um although it goes we it, although the, so sam conceded that it would be the 6-2 uh, it would be 7 uh, so i it, and it kind of does a seven hundred nil, but he definitely killed. He definitely killed models, but for some reason it didn't put down the models that he killed, even though we put them in. But hey ho! Uh, but yeah, it was a win. Uh, great game, really good fun. Um, it was, it was just, um, it was just uh, entertaining to see um, Bobber not making or making saves, but just getting that much suppression on him and all that sort of horrific stuff for him. But um, yeah, so I won. I won a game. So effectively, I was then two and two, exactly the same as Tom. Okay, so as we go into round five, then which one of you is going to ruin the podcast win streak? Is it? Let's start with Tom. Um, okay, so I was playing uh, Kieran Evans, who was uh, we played another game of hostage exchange this time on advanced positions and supply drop. Um, he was playing what at first glance seemed like a, a little odd odd list. It had Krennic with binoculars. Veers with commanding presence and improvised orders, um, a stormtrooper with an R4 astromech and electro binoculars, shore trooper with T21, a mortar, a squad of death troopers with a comms relay, two speeder bikes with transponders, and a fully kitted out ATST. Um, so he had nine activations, 797 points. And uh, again, I did. Uh, the mall two pip turn one where you can't shoot him beyond range two so I waited for his hostage to double move and then I moved him up uh, moved them all up sorry so that I could last first but like the 
the idiot that I am at times. I'd forgotten that um, I'd forgotten that Krennic is also cunning, <laughs> so he played a Krennic one pip, and we rolled off. And Maul is stood in no man's land with a dodge from the card, and uh, there's an ATST that's uh, that's <laughs> that's had the entourage order from the Death Troopers comms relayed to him. He's got an aim from uh, um, from Link targeting array, and um, so he's stood there in no man's land, and the ATST takes one of the two guns to shoot him, and another gun to shoot someone else. Um, and I think it probably sways slightly differently if he fires all the guns possible on Maul. Um, but he leaves Maul with uh, two wounds left. So then I double move standby into his hostage, um, and at that point, his hostage then never moved. Um, I then double moved my um, my Mandalorians into combat with the Stormtrooper squad. Uh, sh- sorry, Shore Trooper squad who had the um, had the hostage, and the rest of the game I was moving my pikes back and using the two capos to aid dodges onto my hostage squad who would have between three and four dodges through independent through aid and through vigilance which was definitely what i think eventually won me the game uh because they there wasn't the the just enough firepower to to wipe them out so i got the my hostage into my deployment zone he did manage to kill maul but then my mandalorians claimed the um claimed the hostage and he had another person who just came into uh, a squad of stormtroopers who came into combat with with the uh with the Mandalorian. So in the end, it ended that I was, I had three victory points because I had my hostage in my deployment, his hostage just in no man's land. Um, But as soon as he didn't disengage the Mandalorians uh, towards the end of the game, he realized at that point that even if he killed my pikes, he couldn't get to, um, to the hostage to claim it, to tie on one, one, and because I was still in melee with the stormtroopers, his ATST was was kind of not doing much. Um, <clears throat> he did have the MVP of the whole game was his mortar, who managed to survive the whole game with one wound left after taking Mando rockets and probably six or seven fully aimed pike shots. And he just saved absolutely everything, and it still lived at the end of the game. Um, so in the end, uh, I had lost 473 points, and he had only lost 232, but the score was zero to three. Um, so I managed to come away with a win, and uh, that put me at three and two. Nice. God, let's see if we can keep the streak going. I'll go for the easy one, uh, Ollie. Let's see how it, how you pros do it. I'll, uh, I'll tell I'll tell you right now. Game five was not easy. Uh, game five stressed me out a lot uh hostage exchange advanced positions war weary i was against grievous magna guards t-series and b1s and my 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 did i want to jump out of a window that was absolutely honestly i was sweating profusely during that game um it essentially came down to uh two individual roles so I lost the turn two roll off, which meant that Grievous was able to run in and do his uh, do his Zoidberg attack at everybody. Um, and then on turn three, I won the roll off with Fear and Dead Men, 
Um, Sorry, Zoidberg attack. <laughs> he does. He runs in. He goes. <laughs> Another fine addition to my. <laughs> Uh, no, so you managed to do that, uh, and then on the following turn, I managed to win uh, the roll off. Uh, I managed to win with fear and dead men, um, which meant that Vader just sort of tanked up. He managed to survive Magnus, um, Grievous, uh, and uh, some V ones in the middle, leaving him on two wounds left at the end of the game. Uh, whilst the bikes were able to run behind uh, and just start cutting up V ones. And eventually the T series. So uh, Black Suns took a shot on the first turn into some HRUs. Uh, thankfully, only killing two. I had some good saves in my direction, and I was able to kill both the uh, the Black Suns. I think by the end of turn three or four. Um, so it ended up finishing one nil to me on hostage exchange. Uh, with I lost 342 points and Ostagor lost 633. Just like to give a special shout out though, uh, Oscar obviously travelled all the way over from Poland um, with is it Mat- Mateusz, um his friend. Uh, I'm not yeah. pronouncing his name wrong, but um, absolutely lovely to see some Europeans heading over for a UK event uh, again, um, and especially when it was such a big UK themed event as well, um, with sort of the largest that we'd ever had. It was uh, it was nice nice for them to be there for a little bit of history in the UK. Yeah, indeed. Big shout out to both of them um, uh, for coming over and joining us for what they did partake in for some drinks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Oscar's idea of a heavy, heavy night out is a small tipple of beer. Well, the, the, they reckon they're going to show us how to drink at LGT. But oh, 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 I don't doubt it, and I'm in full drinking mode at LGT now. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's paying for all my drinks, and uh, I bet he's going to regret that. <laughs> Who's paying for all your drinks? I didn't agree to that. Oh no, you didn't, mate. But uh, I'm, uh, I'm, t- I'm allowing him a chance to get his flights in the hotel, so I'm being, uh, being rewarded in, in how, how, how friends only can reward each other with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, so go on, cockles. Can you get, bring the podcast to have two full rounds of being undefeated? Yeah, I can. Oh yeah, boy. <laughs> I was playing, uh, so I was playing Chris Croft, who I've played before, um, out of the London area, and he was playing an a layer echo base kind of theme list thing with three FD cannons, two T forty seven, one of which is Wedge Antilles, and then four Rebel Vets, two had the weapon, two didn't, and I won. Uh, I was able to get the win. Uh, I won. Was it five two or four two? Uh, I can't remember. I think it was four two. Ah, uh, yeah, it would have been five, but he managed to get at least one unit. Basically, it was it was advanced positions. Um, I had it was the a map that had made sort of like a perpendicular angled um, buildings with walls um, on. So nothing was like flat edges, but it was all angled along diagonals to the board. So he deployed his it was he deployed his FD cannons uh, as a speed one out of his deployment zone, but there was a sliver of there was enough cover from two of them to keep to so my B ones and Magnus could like get heavy cover each time. I was also able to move my B ones into light cover and keep keep them going into cover and mitigate shots that that were coming in from the other cannon as well. And there was this tiny tiny little sliver where if I where I'm just out of range, but I'm not off the board that basically fit one base. Uh, and I basically just like conga lined my B1s to go through there every single time. 
it got to turn four. It got to turn five, and I basically set everything up ready to go into into the, his deployment zone on his on like the 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 top end of the L that's on my side of the table, um, with only him having Leia coming up. He'd already scored two units. I didn't give a toss about them because it's like, well, I'll just keep on. I'll just run everything my way. Um, two of my Magna squads were alive. One on two units. One on four units. And he was starting to run them up. And I was like, right, I've got five B1s here and a T-series. Uh, sorry, four B1s and a T-series. And I've got the two Magnas. If I charge my Magna in turn six, I decided to charge my Magnas into his core. No, in turn five, went into one of his core and battered them. They stayed alive. There, They stayed alive. And then I moved the other one in so they wouldn't get shot. And then in turn six, he moved, moved and shot. Uh, and move, moved and stand by. Sorry, moved and stand by. Sorry, ready to shoot stuff that would come around the corner to score. Forgetting that I had two units of B one of Magnus in his um, core in his core unit, the, the vets that were basically. I think they're two models. I basically killed the two models, and then with the, and then the next turn and the next activation, shot the unit that had stood by, so they had suppression. And he realized as soon as soon as I shot them, he went. Oh shit! <laughs> and he realised the mistake he'd made, but it was just it, to be fair, there was no way based on these fewer activations and my more activations that he could have mitigated that because of I would have just been running things around anyway and take, running things in, taking dodges. Um, he killed one B one unit that had I think two 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 middles left, but I managed to still get four uh, win at four two. It was um, I. I was surprised he opted to... It was his deck. He was blue. I was surprised he opted for Breakthrough, given I was, I think, three or four activations up on him and three of his units. Don't move. I was a little surprised. The only thing I could think of was just like, if they stay and shoot everything that comes in, but they're not going to kill every B1 unit that comes in by weight of numbers based on me hiding behind the cover and all this sorts of stuff. So I think it would have been an uphill battle. Um, but unless all he, unless all he did would have been was to just take the T 47s and ignore me and run them to the end of the board um, and run his other core to the end of the board to get four or six units scoring and then just get the, the FD cannons just to shoot the hell out of me all game and see what happens. But it is what it is, and I managed to get the win. Uh, Chris is a good bloke. He that was the game that I was starting to feel rough as, uh, and Tom had to play the medic and bring over some paracetamol and um, and and some water because I was struggling during that game. I was doing, I was playing the role of Ollie. Uh, <laughs> I'd also had, and I don't know, H two O. I don't, yeah, exactly. And I don't know if this is a psychosomatic thing. Literally before the game started, uh, my wife sent me a picture. My daughter had fallen over at home and smacked her head. You know the comedy cartoon lumps that you see where like, like the where a cartoon character presses one lump in and another lump comes out. It was like a big lump, and she still got it, bless her. And that made me feel a bit like, oh, poor girl. And that made me feel a bit rough because it was a big lump, and she got carnage still as well. So um, maybe it was psychosomatic, and it gave me a headache. But who knows. But I got the win, so that's all good. And it set me up for a really fun last game against an opponent who I was hoping to play uh, anyway, so it's all good. Cool. Um, so going into the final round, um, and while I remember, actually. So we did a vote for best sportsman during lunchtime. And uh, obviously going back to the best painted, since we had a technical issue, I went and found the, the results. So best model was Lee Mackham with his Vader. 
best vehicles was Hannah Stevenson and Jordan Hardwell. Um, Hardwell. Um, and the best army was Stuart Cox of that Mandalorian uh, bikes, uh, swoop bikes. Um, and uh, best sportsman wasn't uh, Doig, even though he wasn't at the event, still managed to get three votes. Um, it was uh, Mateusz from Poland. So although um, he wasn't fighting for the top spot, he was winning everyone's hearts with how friendly and enjoyable his company was in between games as well. Um, and yeah, it was great to talk to. Um, I kept me company quite a bit over the weekend while we were talking um, between games. Um, but final games, let's start with Tom. Okay, so my final game was against the People's Champ from, uh, from Daventry. It was against Tom Sefton. Um, obviously, Cockles has played him earlier in the weekend, and uh, you know, got to try and keep the uh, the the podcast alive and and uh, try and come away with a win. But we're both at this point three and two, a little bit knackered. We decide that we're going to have a fun game. Um, he's playing very similar list to what he played in Daventry, so it was a T series, Asage, Bosk double magna and a load of b1 snipers um he was uh, i was the blue player so we played uh, key positions advanced positions limited visibility so turn one um we're obviously outside of range two of everybody so i just thought i'd see how many tokens i could put on the table and i ran out of standby tokens so i just had to start taking aims um tom decided that I mean, this is what makes it ridiculous, is that for key positions, you would try and put one KP quite safe. But um, he decided that he would put his KP just outside my deployment zone. There was like a a crater. Um, So I had two near me and the middle. So I decided I was just going to go for those two points. So I move um, in turn turn one just to get kind of some positioning thought i'll put them all in a good spot so that i can uh i can try and do some damage but what i didn't see was how close assage was so he just went for the full leroy jenkins assage bomb and uh burst of speed double moves into maul turn two and just obliterates him off the table i just got one shotted with pierce i think i only saved one of of what like seven which he pierced anyway, so he didn't care. Uh, just completely one-shotted Maul at the start of turn two. So I was on the back foot from the start. Um, he then pulled my Mandalorians into combat with Asajj. Um So with them, I just disengaged, and then the rest of my army just shot Asajj whilst his Magnus kind of came into melee. And um, <laughs> my, uh, my Pikes, because they throw two white each in melee, like my Capos were were passing aims off to the pikes and we just had a bit of a brawl and um <laughs> and in the end it it was actually a lot closer than i thought when i lost more i kind of wrote the game off as that i was going to get tabled and and i wouldn't hear the end of it but it was actually really close and um i had my safe kp uh, he had the middle kp and then it all came down to if i could kill a uh, one Magna Guard mini in melee because if I'd killed that ma- that mid, uh, Magna Guard, I could have made a full speed move to the middle point with one squad of pikes, and then with my second squad, I could have double moved, which would have put us both at 
four on the central uh, on on his KP, uh, but I couldn't kill that Magna, so I only had two or three to his four. So he won that point and the middle, um, and it were I'd lost uh, three hundred and thirty-seven points to his two hundred and eighty-six, um, and he won two-one. But it was a great game. Um, I think the takeaway is definitely be aware of how far apart everything is, especially with burst of speed, and don't don't uh, <laughs> don't let the the fog of already playing five games and not having much sleep not let you be aware of where everything is on the table. Um, but yeah, he's a great player, had a really good game, and uh, yeah, he just just took the win early. <laughs> nice. So uh, that left you as what uh, two and four was it? For uh, three and weekend? three and three. Three and three. Yeah, no. that's respectable. Thanks. Uh, and what third best shadow collective player? I think someone pointed out. Yeah, third best shadow collective. I'll take that. Top three in something at least. Yes, <laughs> that comes with the world <laughs> ticket, right? Uh, yeah, that's the uh, world <laughs> of <laughs> world of losers. Lovely. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Um, let's move on to Cockles then. Spoiler alert, all the cool kids three finish three and three. Isn't that right, Tom? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I lost my last game against uh and against Mr. Lee Mack and he of Crafty Terrain. Um having spoke to him earlier in the week for a um TNM hobby video, which will be released at some point soon. Um we had a chat and we were enjoying it. He was running Blizzard Force. Um uh, I've, I, I don't have, and I've said it before, I don't have a lot of experience against Blizzard Force. Ollie once, uh, Rich College once, uh, Alfie's, uh, Alfie's dad's son um, <laughs> uh, as well when he ran an ATSD version. So I don't have a lot, but I thought but it, it was hemmed in on Breakthrough um, and it had to be Breakthrough because Sodoff was a playing Vader at Hostage Exchange. Isn't that right, Ollie? Ever play Vader Hostage Exchange? Yeah, damn right. Don't give it, mate. Exactly. So uh, I'd played Breakthrough. I had 11 activations. He had nine. So technically, I'm already up to if I can get everything in. Um, I did the Cab Bane thing again, and he didn't. Uh, I, he thought I'd put Bane very close to my deployment zone on like the left hand side of the hemmed in thing behind a piece of ter- a line of sight blocking terrain, which is uh, which was a bus um, piece. Um, but I didn't. I'd actually put it in the middle of between two rocks, or like a, if you want to call it like a valley. And he wasn't expecting that because eventually Cad Bane popped up and was able to move in and do things and caused him problems as he was moving his his infantry, Bar Vader, into the left hand side, my right hand side, sorry, um, hemmed in. I deployed everything literally on my left-hand side hems. I put, I managed to get my magnas up onto the top of some rocks in turn one and then take uh, rocket shots at uh, his Vader, which had a nice little channel. I managed to put, I think, two or three wounds onto him. Um, he managed to shoot me back and I managed to heal, heal some as well. His um, coordinated bombardment thing of whatever it is is called in Blizzard whiffed everything uh it did cause a wound but i healed it with the pk droids and i was able to guardian off him he managed to get it with a t- uh, shot on the t-series but i managed to guardian off the shots that they had onto the magnus who tanked them it was really good so everything was sort of going quite well um and then 
and I managed to put a couple of wounds in Vader. Then one of his bikes popped up and obliterated a squad of Magnus, and I was down down a squad of Magnus. And so I thought, right, okay, I'll I'll start shifting. I started the B one march, and as I was moving the B one march around the left, my left flank is uh, around the line of sight blocker, where everything else of his is on the opposite side, bar the bikes. Only his his he made a decision to move Vader to meet them, which. And I've, I thought, right, I can do a few things here. I can just ignore him like I do like an ATSD and just move the B1s around him and just hope that, and then just hope that his lightsaber whiffs once or twice. It did once, and it did help for me. Uh, and then the rest of it, but then he played the card, is it Darkness Descends, give the three, three, the three suppression. Is that the one? Master of Evil. Thank you, that's the one. Master of Evil. Played that. Uh, one of my, and, and of the five, I think it was five or six, yeah, of the, of the Six B one squads that went round, of which all the B one squads effectively going round. There, five of them are affected. I think I might be getting wrong, but either way, five are affected. One of them rolled off all three and were super brave boys and went sod this, I'm out of here. Went da da da. Um, and my plan to basically avoid all of Vader stuff of them running away, running round, worked at first, but then was like, ah, what I should have done is just when he pulled a squad of B ones into melee. And I wasn't going to hit him or do anything because he had that dodge thing with the fear and dead men as well that he did something as well. I should have just gone under and back into the middle and swarmed the swarmed the middle with the rest of the B ones rather than going around the long way around. And that could have that could have that could have swung it. It it, it might not have. It could have swung it, but he'd used his burst of speed, so who knows what could have happened. But either way, it was a tie and I lost on points. Um, he the unit that won him the tie was really. Um, I couldn't finish off a bike and he got one bike that basically zipped behind two pieces of line of sight blockers out in there. Um, I managed to take out two in two of his infantry units with uh, Cad Bane and a Magna, squad, Magna Guard squad that was that shot. Um, so they moved the, the other two Magnus basically sort of swung in the middle. Try, uh, the, the aim was to engage and or shoot the rest of the infantry, but they moved away too quickly. I managed to take out two squads with Cad, one with Cad Bane Sorry, Capain did take two squads, I should say. He killed one squad and then shot another one. And then the Magnus finished it off. And yeah, it was, it was, he got two of his, inf- uh, one infantry squad in, which is the HRUs. He got the Lonely Bike in and his three other full squad bikes in. At, in turn six, he basically got the three bikes in and one on points. It was a close game. Really good fun. Lee's a top bloke. Um, um, I, 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 hope, I hope you enjoy the video chat we have on the TNM hobby video that is due to be released soon. Um, and I know speaking, I'll speak for Andy on this one. The tables he bought and that the crafty terrain supplied were very much appreciated, and uh, the ones I saw were really cool. So, and I, got, I think I got to play on one of them, which was really good fun. So, yeah, um, fun playing Lee. Hope to play him again, um, even if he does intimidate me with his glorious muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Just a body you wish you had, mate. Is I think a body my wife wishes I had. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> don't they all? Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll... I think we'd be lying if any wife said about that one, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll mention it now because it's a good segue. Um, just a big thank you, really, to everyone from the community who kind of helped support the event. Um, so be that um, Crafty Terrain or um, the Geordies, so, um, State Fox Hall for bringing terrain um, or for from Sanctuary or War Games Workshop for supplying mats um, and... Uh, for Alfie's dad for helping set up the night before and stay late um, the day up, uh, the end on the Sunday, uh, helping pack away and everything. 
Um, it's really all appreciated to everyone. And obviously having a very patient um, and uh, loving wife who uh, lets you do this crazy stuff, really, and uh, gets involved and enjoys it and asks me when we're doing the next one. So, um, yeah, that, that, it's a, that was a great segue, really, or timing for really just to say a big thank you to everyone um, so that we can keep on doing it. And obviously, it should be mentioned. One... I think I think your wife's getting an honorary invite to the uh, TNM Discord channel um, because I think the boys want to keep her involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she keeps asking me. I'm like, well, you got a sub, haven't you? You got to uh, pay a minimum, <laughs> buy the minimum tier. <laughs> um, but I think the the only other person who wants me to keep running MKGT and to keep funding his tickets to Worlds for his final game, which didn't necessarily mean it was going to be the final game because there was a pair down in t- round six. Um, it was Paul Buller with General Grievous was currently undefeated at 5-0 and um, and he went up against um, the people's champion from LVO, Dave Grant. Um, but unfortunately, Dave Grant put an end to that with a, a really smart move which kind of swung the game. There was a, a unit of um, full BX commando droids with a sniper they were scaling using scale, which is yeah, um, climbing to a height to uh, piece of terrain and shooting Vader. They put four wounds on him, and uh, Dave did Vader's might. Now you can't lift him off of height two, but there was another building that was within uh, range one. Once he'd forced pushed them to the edge, to then lift him onto another building at height one which then Vader could climb onto and slap him. So, so it was a ridiculously smart play by um, Dave because he, um, Paul was using that height two terrain to massively to his advantage with um, his free BX droids using scale to climb up, shoot, um, not really get shot in return. And if he did, he had some uh, shields um, and then climb back down and recover. Um, so it kind of let him do plink damage, but also kind of uh, not take anything in return. Uh, but unfortunately, Dave with his Vader plays kind of eventually got him the win. Um, Dave but, doing Dave things. Yeah, Dave doing Dave things. Um, and by also doing that, it did mean we had only to play that sixth round, which was uh, Ollie. Thank God for Dave Grant. Man, I didn't want to play a seventh round. <laughs> I was, uh, I was, uh, I was certainly on my. Uh... On my backside by the end of that day. Uh, I went up against Casper, who was running a Sarge, Cad Bane, T-Series, and B1 Horde. Uh, we played Hostage Exchange, Major Offensive, and Minefield. So, turn one, uh, positioning-wise, um, his, his hostage moves, my hostage moves. Uh, his hostage sets off a mine, killing two of it. Uh, and my hostage uh, moves towards uh, a line of sight blocker that's in my deployment zone. Uh, going into turn two, he plays Cad Bane's one pip, and I play Vader's might. Uh, I do win the roll-off, so Vader speed one moves, pulls the B1s um, over to him, um, force pushes them against the wall, and then moves in and swings, killing them. Um, at that point then, uh, he then runs at me with a Sarge and Magna Guard. I think in that turn, he dealt four wounds to Vader, uh, which is not, you know, it's not a... Uh, it's not an impossible spot for him to be in. I think I healed him back down to three wounds at the end of that. Um, following on into turn three, uh, he plays a Sarge's one pip. And this is where I think I made 
Um, probably my larger mistake of the game. Um, I didn't play Implacable. Um, I went for Fear and Dead Men, so that even if I do, even if I did lose, uh, I would still get a dodge from him activating. Um, Casper then uses Sarge's one pip to uh, take four dodges for suppression. Uh, and boosts up her attack, and Asajj hits me seven times after dodges, uh, and Vader, I think he only got two paint, so uh, Vader went down at the very start of turn three. So uh, the game was looking pretty rough for me at that point, to be honest. Uh, my hostage was still running quite safe. Uh, I managed to eventually get him behind the line of sight blocker, uh, and thankfully my bikes then started clearing up B1s. So I don't think Casper was actually able to grab hold of the objective, uh, until the first action of turn five, um, at which point he had Cad Bane and the remaining Magnus coming over to try and catch my hostage. Um, but thankfully, I was able to engage Cad Bane in combat with HRUs, um, as well as disengage my Snows round a corner from his Magna Guard, um, and then stick another unit leader in base with the hostage. Um, so that actually ended the game on a 2 1 victory to me. Um, with myself losing 493 points and Casper losing 288 points. Uh, so a very, very close game, and it was only a couple of um, exactly timed decisions um, that brought me the win there, because um, I did manage to drop a Sarge in turn three, um, which gave me which gave me a huge boost. Um, and then he was sending his Magna and Cad after the, after the hostage, which I managed to uh, just about hold off on. I also want to say... Um... You demonstrated some great sportsmanship um, because there was uh, what? you called me over. <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to put this out there publicly. Uh, I don't think everyone knows, but I think they all should know that Ollie can be a real good sportsman um, because you you called me over for a judge call uh, and you was like, "Look, um, he's rolled the dice, um, but hasn't um, for Sarge's one pip, and the timing for gaining the dodges is before rolling the dice." Um, and like, although Casper had said that he, he, he'd theoretically discussed what the odds are, like he's like, we've surged to crit plus eight dice with four dodges, that should be eight hits. But he never had explicitly said um, that he was going to take the four dodges. He talked about the theory of what the odds were, but had never explicitly told Ollie that he was going to take the dodges. And obviously he'd missed the timing window by rolling the dice. Because yeah, he, 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 didn't, he didn't put the dodges down or tell me what suppression he was going to take um, until after the roll was made. Um, so it was, yeah, it was, it was a really weird one. So um, I, I went over to speak to Andy just because obviously the timings had been missed. But um, I think we eventually came down to the agreement of, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to try and do somebody out of a uh, of a final game due to uh, due, due to his mistake like that. Like that. So um, I just allowed him just to take the dodges and the suppression, and then just re-roll the roll. Yeah, which <laughs> I think the irony was, um, if he had taken the dodges on the first one, he would have um, spent one more because I think his second roll was actually better than the first, which required him to then spend less dodges, but. Um, no, I'd say I think it's quite important, and I think it is because at that point you've got a lot on the line, and you've and I said to you at the time, obviously in, in front of Casper, and I said you're in every right to say no, um, and no one can ever really say otherwise, like say it's a bad thing or unsportsmanlike. It, it is at that point six games in, you are very competitive. You've got like thousand pounds of, of stuff on the on the line here. Um, and I think with something that was quite important on the line, um, I think you did uh, a really respectful thing. 
um, and still get out the win as well um, was real uh, a good testament for you, I thought personally. It was um it, it it was really good. I I was I was I kind of felt a little bit defeated after losing Vader at that yeah. point. Um, but I think I managed to sort of just rejump myself and kind of focus in on the game and realise that well actually my hostage can jump over that line of sight blocker this turn and just literally just get out of dodge. The bikes were just running um running distraction duties in the middle of the table um, and just keeping keeping his uh keeping his troops away from his hostage. So. Yeah, really, really close one. Um, he did try and uh, he did try and cheekily get me to kill his hostage carrier at the end of the game, which would have then allowed him to then re-pick up the hostage and score it two two. Um, but uh, not falling for that one this time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was tired and hungover enough, so it could have happened. So it means that Ollie came away with the win. So. Well done, Ollie. Uh, we we give you a bit we give you a bit of stick, but yeah, well done, mate. That's an achievement to do that to go undefeated at an eighty six eighty six player tournament is pretty pretty bloody good to be honest. And uh, as much as I'm like jealous, uh, I'm actually quite happy for you as well at the same time because it, it's uh, just that's the moon taking over the world. And uh, yeah, but what what I, what I said to you at the end of the, the other day was, does that mean you're st- going to stop running Blizzard? And your answer both elated and deflated me in one. <laughs> uh, no, so I have said that uh, again. Like I've I've spent I've spent a long time trying to practice and get my low ranking up. Um, I take the competitive side of the game relatively seriously. Um, I got that that that's where the enjoyment is for me. So I've said that if it's an event with less than twenty players. Um, you guys can just pick my list. I don't really care what I play. But if it is twenty, if if if, 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 if it is twenty or more players, um, I'll be I'll be bringing some stuff for uh, for proper competitiveness. I'm pretty um, excited so to Tom, pick a list. <laughs> Tom, what I'm what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is is droidicas everywhere. Yeah, triple roly boys. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah. don't make me play. Don't make me play droids, man. <laughs> what, what are you gonna do? When he actually wins because we know you can oh. play no because we know you can play rebels uh so triple pathfinders is <laughs> oh no don't that's going to be my lgt list <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean like if if you, if you want to throw droids on me knowing that it's my least liked faction um i'm happy to go you know oh, i don't even know what the worst setup is like uh T series, triple rollies, uh, Dioxys mine, saboteurs. You know no, Dioxys mine's actually not too bad at the moment. They could they're sneakily under they're under 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 appreciated, uh, especially if they got a good matchup. I mean, if you I'm happy to I'm, I'm happy to take that sixteen act rebel list. It's <laughs> 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 full naked core. <laughs> Uh, like just naked officers. But, I think there's... But anyway, it means that uh, it means that you're going to go represent next year. It just means that uh, Andy, I know you, you've already got a ticket, but not the flights. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. Yep. Uh, Tom, you and me. Um, well, we're not going to be able to go. Uh, Hold let's, on. Let's be. Let's be fair. I've still got tournaments <laughs> to go to, mate. <laughs> I, I've, I've probably only got one left I can go to, and even then, it's not. It's without flights, so I know I'm not going. So I'm just going to have fun at stuff. So, Tom, are you going to take it seriously, though, and try and earn a ticket? Um, define seriously. Tom, take my Blizzard Force to LGT. <laughs> um, Please. I could do that. Just, just, just practice with it. I'll tell you how it works. I I've will tell you, you the exact... I'll tell you... Uh, no, no, I'll, I will give you a list of command cards for missions and everything. I mean... <laughs> like, we- you- 
what does that say about your Blizzard Force if I take well, it just, to one tournament? You roll face and just, you just win. roll face and win. Yeah. <laughs> although, although I hear there might be another host of that Snow Moon now playing at LGT. So, spoiler, it's one of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cockles! You going to LGT? <laughs> I, think, I, I think I've declared. I think I declared early that I'm not going to LGT. The, re, the the simply simply because I'm uh, I've got a week's course doing what's called light cabling uh, and then so I'm away for a week and uh, I feel like being away for a week leaving my wife with our two year old and then going away for a weekend like, like getting home on the Friday and then going see you later for the weekend is 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 is, is pretty much asking for divorce without asking for divorce. <laughs> so it's like, no, no. So I know I'm not going to do that. So I know I can't make LGT. I think the last event and the only event of the year, really, unless I can wangle it, uh, that I can make is probably Tom's event in November. Yeah. Well, which co- cockles, there, w- there, will, there will also be the That's No Moon two-dayer that we're doing in November, which you won't have to pay for ticket or accommodation. So. Again. It's like being at Worlds. I don't think. (laughs) I wouldn't know. I'll have to. I'll see what I can do with the misses and swing it. But I think it's an. I think it's an unlikely. It's more. It's more unlikely that I can attend than it's likely, just because of life. Um, As I mentioned before, buying a house in. If you're not when you're buying a house in general, it's a little bit stressful. And if everything goes through, that's. It's just. Oh God, it's it's going to be stressful. So I don't think I'll be uh, I don't think I'll be attending any two days. Um, and if I can attend a one day, it's probably going to be by the grace of God that I can do that. But that hey, that's just that's just the way it is for me at the moment. But um, that doesn't mean that I can't play the old casual game with some people and try some stuff out and all this thing. So um, talking event of events. But before we talk, we'll go on to that in a second. Andy, um, I have one question for you. Um, that is as a judge that might be interesting. So um, talking to a couple of players afterwards, um, they were asking me about certain rules uh, and saying, could I have done this and done this and and, and, and their games that they had and the instances where they, and they went, ah, oh, I didn't know they could do that. Oh, they shouldn't have been able to, I should have, this should have happened. How many times did you have, did you have many, sorry, content, really contentious judge calls that you had to sort of intervene on and say, no, that's not, that's not the case. No, not really. It's a, um, a good thing if you didn't, by the way. I just, I just wondered. Yeah, no, like not where it was contentious, um, where it was like a obviously people arguing or anything like that. I think the community is not that way inclined. It was kind of like, hey, um, like they'd come up like, oh, I, I'm pretty sure it's this, but my opponent says it's not. Um, and I'm like, no, like, and I'd say one of them was correct. So um, and a lot of the time, um, I'd probably say like ninety percent of that came from um, it used to function uh, that way, um, and it no longer does. And I think that's probably the biggest contention where you've got people who don't play regularly, and then they've, the rule has changed. Um, and I, it, even from like December last year, I'm talking about rule changes. Like people might have only played four or five times between now and December last year, where the rule changes, or this rule hasn't cropped up, or I mean, even Ollie comes over to me and goes, Andy, th- th- this is right. And like, if he wasn't playing a game, and you, I do it as a player, your brain just switches and you kind of double doubt yourself. Um, and you ask a question that you know the answer to. It's just your brain is kind of concentrating on other stuff. Um, 
So yeah, and no, I don't think there was any big rules questions. 100%, I think one hundred percent how I play my games. It must be infuriating because if someone asks me of their game, I'll be like, "Yeah, it's this." And then if yeah. there's anything I don't know, generally I refer to you. And I think I did that once. And then, but when I'm playing someone else, I'm just too busy concentrating on my stuff to make sure that I'm not doing something that screws them over to forget that I'm not. You know what I mean? It's just like making sure of certain things. But yeah, um, the, the, so the reason I ask that is if you are unsure and you, if you're at any event and you're unsure. Call for a judge. Sorry, call for a consular. Um, no one's going to be going eh, about it. Just call for over. Just say, is that actually right? Because if you don't know the rules, is how you learn, and it's just good advice in general. So it, you'll learn from stuff as you carry on. So just if anyone's out there looking to set up, run, or anything, uh, or attending who's a newbie, just shout out and say help, and we're always happy to help whoever it is that's doing it. Totally. Any thought, final thoughts on MKGT, lads, before we wrap up into events? No, I'm all set. Yeah, I cool. just think Ollie, it was take, a great, oh, on, Tom. great event. Every player was super nice. Can't wait till next year. Um, and, I, and I echo that. I look forward to next year. I've said, basically, I've said to the missus, this is the one, this is basically where LGT was my one weekend a year going away for definite. MK's taken over and that's my that's my one weekend every year now, that sort of thing. So that's all good. But uh I look forward to seeing everybody next year um, and anyone else and all that sort of stuff as well. Moving on to events, Ollie, right, take actually, you away. Just, what have you got? Uh, well, no, just uh, just just before mate, because I am going to have to make a move. Um, I will be um, letting people know about uh, the Northampton That's No Moon event in November. Uh, I'm just sorting out a few things with that over the next week or so, just to confirm on dates. Uh, but again, uh, if I did see you at MKGT, it was lovely seeing you, uh, and I will be at LGT to see you again. So this will be me signing off a little early and leaving the rest of the boys to it. So, bye-bye. Don't log off, though, because we'll lose your recording, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> just because just we have, that happened before and we lost everyone's recording. It was really annoying. Um... Tom, tell us about your event. Uh, we have got a 24-player one-day event uh, in High Wycombe at Tabletop Republic on the 18th of November, which is a Saturday. Your tickets are on sale on Tabletop Republic's website. Um, they are £20 each, and there is a world's invite and some good swag. So get your ticket now. Wonderful. I've got a couple. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Seb Dagar has got his Padawans in Portsmouth events going on. They're sold out for their store champs in November, but people should keep an eye out for more bigger events in 2024. Um, um, if, if 20, yeah, so keep an eye out for that one. Um, I didn't get a chance to see Seb, I don't think. I didn't get a chance to say, uh, have a proper chat with him, which is annoying. So, Seb, apologies on that one. Catch you on the next one, mate. Um, Andres Kelly is running the event in Wayland Games uh, on the 26th of August. It's a store championship. Um, it's a, then they also have a two, and there is a two-day event at Darksphere on the twenty-third, twenty-fourth of September as well. So the weekend before LGT. If London hasn't got enough going for it, it's got back-to-back double days, and that one. Um, there's also on the part of their Darkfire, uh, their dark, the, the London series event that they have going on, which I, I might be misquoting. They have an event on in St Albans on the 9th of September. Um, speak to Elliot Thomas. Um, or John uh, about that on the Discord. I can't remember his name now. Gentleman, is it Gentleman J on Discord about that? Um, for more information, they've got two spots left for Bad Moon uh, as well this weekend. Um, 
I will, more more to follow on that one. Uh, have I missed anything, Andy? You've got your usual MK stuff going back on. Yeah, back to the normally monthly last Saturday. Um, so it should be the twenty third of September for um, for Milton Keynes, and then obviously the following week on the thirtieth of September and the first of October is uh, LGT. So they're the, the next two events that I'll be running for sure. Cool, cool, cool. And um, and lastly, just on events, we'll put, there'll be some more because we'll do another show in two weeks' time. But also on events, um, we'll be talking about a new feature that has been developed by um, Mr. Porritt, aka Podfree, on Discord and Elliot Thomas uh, in in combination, which is essentially an event finder um, map slash app slash. Uh, gadget uh, for those of you who want to know where to get games and how to get games and all this sorts of stuff that should hopefully do lots of clever stuff in terms of linking with game uplink and facebooking and all this sorts of stuff um, we'll talk more about it uh, in the next show uh, and and we'll have more information on it and we'll post stuff on it on facebook and things having had the conversation with jeff about it at the weekend and looked into it more it's really really cool and the cost and setup is being sponsored by us so the Patreon support that you, the community, give us has been able to uh, enable us to support community pro- a community project that helps events be tracked and located for finding events for players and all this sorts of stuff. So a uh, small shout out to Elliot and Jeff who've put the work into that one. I think it's I think Jeff quoted it as his brainchild with Elliot's hard work. I think that's what he said. I might be misquoting, but I think that's that's what he said. <laughs> so quite cool. But um, um. That's it, really. Uh, that's your MKGT show breakdown post show thing with a small, small technical issue issue in the middle after game two because uh, there's electrical storms in the northeast of England where I'm on holiday. And yes, podcast on holiday. Who'd have thought? Um, Tom, if people want to find you, where can they find you, and and what do you do mainly for the sh- for the show? Uh, mainly for the show, you can find me on youtube.com forward slash at TNM Pod, um, where we have battle reports every other week and other videos on the week in between the battle reports at the moment we've been doing a lot of hobby talks where you go through uh, an interview with um, somebody from the community who has got some good painting or terrain things like that um you can find me on the discord which is at tom smithy smith which is probably the most original uh, handle on the discord um, <laughs> <laughs> um or you can reach out on our Instagram, which is at Last No Moon Podcast. Um, on that note as well, if you're someone who lives, uh, who's willing to travel and or up for a game to be recorded, reach out to us. We'll happily have you on um, and either to play. We can, if you want, if there's two of you, like you and a mate, and you want to have Tom, like referee, call a, a commentate or whatever, happy to have that happen. Uh, if you are also, up to yourself, if you want to make something happen and want to be on YouTube with us, reach out. Um, I was about to do the song that goes reach out and touch me but I won't um, so reach out on that um, and also we've got some other video ideas coming along one someone suggested at the weekend that hey where we could do you like you remember like when Andy what do you think of this I haven't actually been able to mention it to you but someone said you remember when in the paper they used to put like a chess solution 
and it'd say, how would you win this? Or how would you get out of this situation? Someone said we should oh, yeah. do one of those, some of those. I like that. And like develop little scenarios, I a little picture. What should we do to do X, Y? So we're going to look into that because that would be a cool little thing that people can learn from um, and, and or develop tactics and all this sort of stuff. So um, keep, keep, it, keep tuned on the videos and stuff for that coming up. It might even be that we can make a clever little picture outfit and all that sort of stuff. Um, Andy, great weekend, um, mate. Thank you for support. Thank thanks. you for sorting it all out. If anyone wants to talk to you about how to be at any of your little MK events and or the big one next year, how can they find you? You can find me on Discord uh, under the handle of AJST um, with That's No Moon and Fifth Trooper di- um, uh, handles. Um, you can find me on Facebook as Andrew Terrell. Um, do not send me pictures of any dogs because it makes me hungry and then I have to go out and buy food. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, thanks everyone for coming. And cool. uh, yeah, I had a, a great time running it. Um, and if anyone wants to speak to me, uh, you can find me Cockles Faulkner on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of it because um, there can only be one and that's me there's only one cockles as far as I'm aware um, speak about anything ask me questions about Legion ask me questions about fantasy football American football Premier League football whatever you like uh, and if you just want to chat I'm happy to chat to anyone I'll happily chat bollocks to anyone about anything um, that's been this note This like that. we've been that's no moon it's quite tight week, but we're all still tired from the weekend um, congratulations to Ollie I know if you can hear me or not hear me as much as we give him a load of shit, I'm actually quite proud of him. I'm not going to say it again, though, to his face, because you only get one, and after that, that's it. Um, and that's the show. Thank you for listening. Uh, toodaloo. You've been listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. To keep up to date with us, please like and follow us on Facebook, That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and Instagram, That's No Moon podcast. <laughs>